Melvin Ingram was named the AFC Defensive Player of the Month, the former Pittsburgh Steeler. And uh, the Dolphins and the Bengals playing Thursday night and watching two competent offenses move the ball up and down the field, averaging 8.4 and 10.7 yards per pass. And I see Ingram rushing quarterbacks and disrupting plays and third downs. I'm thinking like, oh, you know, we had him. And uh, the depth. Just it just reminds me of how little depth the Steelers have, and once again I'm frustrated. This is the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. I'm Adam Khan. He is Jeff Fitoff at Fit Happens at AJ Khan nine five. We are brought to you by DSP Media Online and sponsored by BetUS.com. Bet with a three decade leader. BetUS join now for 125 percent bonus or 200 with crypto. Uh, and Whatever DSP else 125, is. DSP 200, that gets you all that, man. You bet, you win, you get paid. Right? Earn yeah. money, bet yes. money, win money. It's free money. Right. Um, okay. And and a bargain for Melvin yeah. Ingram. Four million a year. To, he's been in the league 11 years, disgruntled, what not getting enough playing time, goes right. to the Dolphins, blowing it up. Yeah. The, the Steelers have become the... Pittsburgh Pirates of the NFL were greener pasture, you know, like moving on to bigger and better things. Not, okay, that, that's a little extreme. But, you know, uh, uh, LeGarrette Blunt, right? Right. Didn't want to play second fiddle to Le'Veon. Kicked him to the curb. He goes, wins the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's more examples of that. But, like, the latest one is, is Ingram. And, you know, like, it's a little painful watching. I know the Bengals have struggled. but you know, that march right down the field on their first series and score. And the Dolphins did the same thing, got points, like 10 points in the first two. Where's that? Where is that? So are you ready to give up on Trubisky now? No, and here's why, man. Because they're still caught. This, this is what we talked about last week uh, for the Browns game. Uh, they're still caught. It's the same playbook with Roethlisberger. Your favorite word, statue. These yeah. guys aren't statues. It's... They're they're still running this stagnant, boring, conservative offense. Now, I know Tomlin talked in his press conference about uh, seeing some good things, and I felt like he was almost like, I don't know, massaging, not massaging, like protecting egos or 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 sensitivities with the team. Like I don't want to, I want to keep them calm and like everything's okay now he had no problem ripping the defense uh right for for getting gashed uh uh big substitution coming in this week of the depth chart we'll get into that in a minute um but he's also not wrong and, and other people have pointed out that you know there were some really good throws in that game against the browns that were just dropped sure uh and deontay being the culprit of that most of them um uh, you know, Pickens had a catchable one in the end zone. Um, Deontay had two big ones. Uh, but it's not enough, right? If if you don't make those plays, then you lose. And good teams have more of those plays, more of those opportunities. And so I just felt like it was kind of like, you know, like when the Big East had 20 teams. And the stat was like, oh, this is the most teams I've ever had in the NCAA tournament in, in college right. basketball history. I was like, yeah, but you have 20 teams now. Like, of course you do. Yeah. It's watered down stats. Like, 
okay, yeah, the Steelers had a handful of almost splash plays, but you need more than a handful. And they're not, they, they don't create the opportunities. They don't call enough. They don't call them enough uh, of, of potential big, uh, big gains downfield. See, I can't figure out, Adam, and watching the press conference from Tomlin. And yeah, I agree he's, he's protecting somebody or something. And I can't tell if he's protecting Trubisky, Canada. I don't know who he's protecting, but it's certainly, look, someone's got to, at some point we got to say, you know what? It's the offensive coordinator. No, no, wait, it's the quarterback. No, it's the offensive line. It's got to be something. It's the receivers, whatever it is. At some point, don't we, like, can't we see him just say, look, this is what I think the problem is. This is how we're going to fix it. Uh, okay, so your opponent is the Jets this week. There's no more excuses at this point, right? There's no more. Oh God, no. There's there's no more of that. Like, oh. and I agree with you because uh, he made a big uh, <laughs> point to call out uh, Alulu, right, uh, and say that uh, uh, Montrevis Adams is going to be starting. And, and yeah, you know, okay, listen, Alulu is 35 years old. Right. I mean, you know, and he missed an entire year. I think, you know, it was to be expected that he wasn't going to be the same guy at 32 and 33. Sure. Uh, you know, Adams uh, missed the first couple games w- w- with a, with an injury. He's had time to heal up. Um, this is go time, right? Plug Clog up the middle because they've been getting gashed, especially the last two games and late in the fourth quarter. Uh, defense can't get off the field. Offense is allergic to the field. So... <laughs> They're they're just getting worn down, and yeah, 30, 35 years old, you're not going to make it. Uh, of you, you got to. So Adams, in theory, younger, faster, stronger, maybe. Um, but that's if that's the only change we see, and they plug up the the run game, great. Right. But that sure. doesn't change the problem on offense. They they're holding holding the ball maybe three four minutes in the fourth quarter of the last two games. It's been ridiculous. It's been killing them doing that, and that's what. Yeah. It, Okay, let me ask you this. I, you, remember, you remember two weeks ago when we said this team could be 4-0? <laughs> They're not. And now let's just say, what happens if they lose to the Jets? If they lose this game to the Jets, are you ready to mail the season in? Uh, I should be. Um, I, but, like, look, but, you, can't, you can't put Trubisky. you got to keep Trubisky until after this big stretch of games, right? Like the Buccaneers game coming up in the – um, the Eagles are coming up. The Bills, right? The, like all these tough games are coming up before the bye week. So it makes no, zero you, sense to take Trubisky out before the bye week. They're, they're, but they're not. They're not. If they can't go anywhere against these guys, right? Then you have to make the change. Okay. So I've maintained a lot this week in, com- in other conversations that if. Um, if Canada were removed and nothing changed, right? Then I mean that's your answer, but th- and then it would be too late. Like you'd give Trubisky a couple more weeks, and uh, you you find out the the hard way. Um, and if they make the change early and Pickett does better, then maybe it was a Trubisky problem. I still right. think it's a can. I still think it's a majority Canada problem. Um, I can't see him making you know, a change. You, you don't listen Canada. when he when he rolls out when they get him moving out of the pocket. Things right. seem to move a little bit better, but then once in a while they'd roll him right to Miles Garrett. <laughs> like Garrett didn't didn't have much of an impact in that game, except for when they went at him. Right. Yeah. 
They challenged him. <laughs> right. He's still pretty good. You don't yeah. want I mean, go the other way. Uh, you know. Uh, Maybe I'm a cock-out optimist. I still think if Munchak is there, this is a much better team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. You, Listen, and they, We'll never know if got, that's true because he's not coming back. He's not walking through that door. But I'm saying, like, in my mind, that's my optimistic attitude. It's like, you know what? It's a coaching thing why the offensive line's underperforming. It's a coaching thing why the offense is underperforming as a whole. Um, it's not on Trubisky. It's not on Tomlin. It's not on Najee Harris. It's not on the receivers. And I, that's the way I'm – and I'm probably wrong and being way too optimistic about that. Well – I know. And and listen, the Steelers have done a generally a good job at protecting Trubisky. Not a lot of sacks. Right. Um, but they've lost the turnover battle the last two games. I mean, right. you know, I know you're not going to get five every game, but they haven't caused any since TJ Watt uh, left. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, Quinn and Williams is the disrupting lineman uh, there for the Jets. Uh, well, only uh, sack Burrow once and had three quarterback hits, right. which is a really big number. I mean, that's, you know, that means you're, you are active. Um, yeah. He's more of an interior lineman. So, you know, <laughs> they better roll Trubisky out to uh, yeah. avoid it. Um, I don't know. Again, sacks aren't a huge problem with this team, but he's still having to scramble some. Yes. Yes, he has. And and that's going to be the key to this game for the offense. goes, yeah, you've got, but it's key in most games, the Steelers anymore, is you've got to keep him clean. You've got to give him time to move or throw one or the other. And you need to establish the running game, which they haven't been able to do really this year at all. No, it's 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 again, it's stagnant and and not creative at all. Um, you know, Najee doesn't look as explosive as he did uh, prior to his injury. Right. I, I I get it, but they're also not moving the pile that much either. Now there was a there was a uh, might have been the first game, the first play against the Patriots. I want to say where like. He took a Trent Richardson type of detour completely right. away from a big wide open hole. Right. That's not generally the problem. That's just one play. Um, but you know, they, they've been working in, um, help me out. Oh, the other running back. Are you talking about? Yeah. I got him in my head. But I can't think. Go ahead. Right. I, and I really, I really like him. Sorry. Whoever you are. Uh, big uh, fan. Uh, the, the, the Jalen Warren. Um, and and you know he's he's pro- providing a nice burst out of the backfield. Uh, he he certainly can can spell Najee. I think we're seeing that a little bit more uh, now that they're you know only four carries, but he saw the field more than he did in the first uh, game or two. Um, and, and Najee did have three point seven yards per carry this week as opposed to three point nine, but that's not where you, that's not where you want him. You want him at four and a half uh, and above. He's a three point two. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, he's Deontay's, a three yeah. Uh, Deontay's getting a lot of targets, 11 targets, eight receptions. Normally that would be a good percentage, except for the fact that he, two of them were drops. Um, Friar Muth was invisible until the very last drive of the game. Right. Uh, by the way, I saw a, a next gen stat that uh, Trubisky of his 32 attempts, four of them were over the middle of the field and all four of those we're in the hurry up in the fourth quarter. Every other pass he threw was outside the hash marks or behind the line of scrimmage. The team looks, yeah, you're right. The team, the offense is boring and you know, they've got to get Pickens involved more. I, I just, I don't think it makes any sense not to get Pickens involved more. Uh, you know, it's and Claypool. 
and Claypool. Just it's yeah, Deontay's got pretty targets so far. And uh, Claypool yeah. and Pickens combined for 30. So, yeah, definitely got to spread it around a little more. And Pickens is a damn playmaker. So is Claypool, for that matter. It's just what, what they're doing is not working at all. Um, against the Jets, they need to establish the run, need to keep Trubisky clean. I, I'm not that worried about the defense against the Jets. Are you? I mean, I know the Jets can run the ball a little bit lately, but I know Zach Wilson's coming back, and they've got, obviously, Garrett Wilson out there on the outside who's made some big plays for them. But by and large, I feel like the Steelers have the advantage as far as Steelers defense against Jets offense. I was really looking forward to uh, going up against Flacco one more time. <laughs> I, know, I know you were. Uh, and, I, and listen, I, I know I know what Flacco had a, a couple of solid games under center, but there's something about uh, uh, Flacco in Heinz Field that just right. is it's just tasty, right? I mean, you you you're like you you're salivating at going after him. Right. Um, yeah. So. You know they they're running backs. They don't have anyone that like uh, uh, Carter and 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 Hall. Uh, no one really jumps out at you. Wilson obviously um, is a solid uh, threat for them. He's they're going to have to him and Elijah Moore. They're going to have to get get to them early. You know one injury that I think I don't wish this upon anybody, but I think helps the Steelers is uh, uh, Witherspoon out yeah. uh, probably at least a couple games uh, with a hamstring or groin, I believe. I think it's a hamstring, um, yeah. And now Levi Wallace can come in on a more full-time basis, and and I think he brings a little bit more. I don't know, man. Like, uh, Witherspoon's supposed to be their number two, but he's been responsible for the most uh, chunk plays against him uh, against the Steelers this season. So, you know, I mean, I, I I honestly I wish he was benched instead of hurt, but I'm much more comfortable with Wallace right. out there. <laughs> Do you think there's a chance that, let's say the offense comes out a few series and they look bad and they're three and outs, not really moving the ball at all? Do you think they would throw Pickett in at least for just a series, just see what happens? No, I'm man, not saying part. They, they would, they would, they would make this. They would make the change. That would be the change. And leave like that. you would, you would not. You don't think it'd be a thing with Steve gives a spark and then if he doesn't move the team, throw Trubisky back out there. Nope. I think just you leave. I think, I, think you go, I, I think you go with that for like the second half. You like make the change at halftime and just or hell, man. Even the first like three series, like if it's like just three and out, three and out, turnover, whatever, like gotta go. Got to. And yeah. it's again, it might not even be Trubisky's fault. It might be horrible play calling. It might be uh you know, a whole bunch of <laughs> uh wide receiver uh uh jet sweeps with Claypool that aren't working or or right. You know, uh, I don't mind him a, a once or twice a game, but you, you what was it, week one? He had six rushes. <laughs> it's just not, you know, Najee's yeah, your guy. Like, like, things I have one sense. You do, yeah, right. That's like the yeah, stupid people. So. If you're going to run a fake field goal, keep your, keep your quarterback and offense out there. Don't do a fake field goal. Same thing. If you're going to run the ball, run the ball with your no, – run the ball with the guy. Don't do this right. crazy crap. Yeah, and and if you're gonna do, you know, and and get fine, get Warren into the mix a little bit more if you want to uh, spice up the run game. Like, right. get a different look out there. I got no problem with that. But man, like Fryermuth cannot have two catches in the final three minutes of the game. You can't wait that long to go to that guy. No. Um, th this nope. is yeah, I agree with you. Like, this is all about getting the other skilled players involved more, uh, if for no other reason to keep the defense uh, off balance a little bit. You can't just go to Deontay uh, uh, eleven looks a game, 
and the other guys three or four at the most, or or throw a bunch of Najee Najee punt, Najee Najee Deontay punt. You can't do that. And this isn't like the Steelers of the '80s when it used to be like run, run, you know, incomplete punt. Right. Um, <laughs> oh man, I had another third down stat for you. Oh, what was it? I wish I could remember. It'll come to me. Um. All right. If you're if you're the Jets, uh, yes. Who are you using to explain? I mean, I you know it it it's got to be the two their 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 receivers, right? I mean, the Steelers. Yeah, I mean. Garrett oh, Wilson is the one. Good. You threw down that. You got it. Got it. I got, right, it. I got it. I got it. Uh, this is actually against the Jets. Uh, okay. Opponent opponents are converting fifty one percent of third downs against the Jets this season, uh, which is next to last in the NFL. Overall third downs, not short, just overall third downs uh, that that that, wow. that are being converted. Yeah. So right. Third third downs have been my whole thing this year. I've either too many. Or not, or or horrible conversion rate. This is the week, man. Right? Like, you, you against a team like well, this, the, the Jets can't get off the field as well on defense. This is the game you've got to move the chains. Well, every week's the game you got to move the chains. But if there, if no, you're going to see change, this is, this is, yeah, yeah, it's, it's got to be now. And so the Jets, yes. Look, you've got Garrett Wilson out there now. He's got 18 receptions for 214 and two scores. Um, and you know, Corey Davis out there, Kyler Conklin's also a, a decent threat at tight end. Um, he's got 24 targets, second on the team right now. Uh, look, it's an upgrade from Zach Wilson to go to Zach Wilson from Joe Flacco. That's an upgrade. I know there's a lot of uncertainty about uh, Zach Wilson because of the fact he's been dinged up so much, but um, it's got to be better for them, much like we talk about change for the Steelers. It's got to be better for the Jets with Zach Wilson than Joe Flacco, if for no other reason he's more mobile than Flacco. Um, but Garrett Wilson is going to be the key, and also Tyler Conklin over the middle. I think Conklin is somebody the Steelers have to look out for because he could certainly be a threat um, if they're paying too much attention on the outside receivers. Uh, late 2010s, uh, the Steelers used to get carved up by tight ends, especially after Farrier. Uh, not Farrier, my God, uh, that's early 2000s. Especially yeah. after uh, Shazier. Uh, right. They lost Shazier to injury. Um, last week against the Browns, it looked like that team. Gash, man, Njoku just killed them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, Conklin might be, uh, you know, if, you uh, if you're, uh, going to do a fantasy podcast here, uh, around the corner, you might want to <laughs> right. pick Conklin this week. I like Conklin uh, this week quite a bit. He's a, he's a threat. I like the over by the way, in this game for it's at 40 and a half. And I, and I normally wouldn't say that with the, with, with what I've seen so far. Right. Um, but I, I don't know something about the, you know, the, the, the jets having third down issues. Um, sure. I don't know. Maybe this is a week where they, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steelers. What is it? it's down to three? It, it opened at three and a half, which is essentially saying, "Hey, here's your home field advantage." Home field, what it is? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, look, I like the Steelers and I like the over both, which sounds like such a homer thing to say, but I do like the Steelers in the over. What if there's remnants of hurricane rain? Ah, huh? that changes things. Um, I'd still it take the Steelers, but I don't know if I take that. I'd probably stay away from the over under on that one then, but um, I don't think there will. I think it'll be fine. So I, I would take Steelers and uh, it over if I was going to bet it, it, provided the weather does not change dramatically between now and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I got to warm up my pipes, man. I'm, I'm taking my youngest to that game. So, uh, oh, really? Either, either going to be, uh, I got to work on my booze, right? Or, 
B-O-O-S, not B-O-O-Z-E. No, correct. Or both. <laughs> or both, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know if new words to get home from there. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but B-O-O-Z-E, B-O-O-S, either way. Uh, you also work on your language. But oh, now the language is fine. He's heard it all. Yeah. It's yeah, like, most of it. I'll change him anyway. Well, that's cool. Um, so hopefully we're yeah, talking. Never mind. Sunday <laughs> after. Uh, are you going to do a post game one then on Sunday or Monday or what? It would be now, fun, man. We could uh, re- record one from the car. Maybe you, okay. can, you could. Uh, I'll have I'll have my kid hold it up and well, no, he'll be in the back. I don't I don't know how that'll work. We'll figure out something. If not, yeah, yeah, yeah. If not, certainly because man, in the car, man, that's when you that's when you're like fuming. Oh, or yeah. you're all like, or you're all jacked up. Like that's that's right. where the emotions, because you got nowhere to go, man. You're just you right. and your hair and your feelings of right. how good or how bad your teammate might be. Right, right. Especially right. if they're bad, man. That's when it's kind of like, ooh, you can go off. Tell them about DSP Media again, Adam. And I'm sorry, tell them about uh, BetUS. Or DSP. DSP is pretty cool too. It is. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? 125%. Yeah, DSP uh, 125 with, with and, and 200 with crypto. Yep, DSP 200 percent uh, bonus with 200 dollars bonus with crypto, right? 200 percent yes. bonus with crypto. Uh, all the all the kids are using crypto. They all are. Yeah, Adam, thanks, man. This is fun, brother. All right. Well, uh, thanks for watching the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. We'll see you next week.